Welcome back to Real Estate Radio on 94.9 News Now, stimulating talk. Byron Lazine with the one team at William Ravis Real Estate, along with Chaz Cook and Ryan Casey from the one team. What's going on, boys? Not much, man. It's been, uh, I can't believe we're almost into November, Yeah. right? Or Halloween's days two days away. away. Days we got away. Thanksgiving. We got a big trunk or treat here at the office this afternoon, this afternoon so that's exciting right. times. We're going to be doing some a little um, client appreciation, and uh, I think they're setting up that slide right now. Do you get a picture of that slide, Byron? Uh, I did not. I didn't see it. Yeah, it's like a three-person, like one of those blow-up slides. It's going to be right out here in the parking lot so that everybody can come and like go down. And My Lee, bet is more it's going to be the agents going down. Lee Barr has been going down that slide <laughs> at 5 o'clock this morning. we got to tell them to knock it off. If you're looking for something to do today, you want to get your kids out and you want to get them some sugar before Halloween in a couple of days, come on down to our headquarters in Guilford, 350 Goose Lane, 350 Goose Lane, one team headquarters. We've got a trunk or treat that you do not want to miss. Everybody's invited. If you're a 94 or if you follow Real Estate Radio, you can come down 350 Goose Lane to check out the trunk or tree kicking off at one o'clock. We're going to be doing it till four o'clock. That's three fifty goose lane in Guilford, the one team headquarters, right? When you just come off of 95, you just, you turn right. If you're coming from, if you're going up 95 North, if you're going 95 South, you're going to turn left and, and it's going to be right there on your left. Just up. Maybe what? I don't know. Not even a quarter of a mile. Yeah, on a goose yeah, mile. About, about that. Not this show. I got to dress up. I'm actually, I got a costume. I'm oh, wearing. So right after the show, oh, what are you going to be? Suit what up? are you Ryan? So my wife is dressing up. So my daughter's going out as Elsa, which is, and for those who don't know. Surprise, surprise. I'm frozen, right? My wife is. <laughs> Let me guess. You're going to be Jerome Powell? Yeah. That's, <laughs> basically. Basically. Coming in here with a baseball bat, just breaking things. So she's going to be Elsa. My wife's going to be someone else from, and then I'm uh, I'm some other guy. Unfortunately, it looks like I'm going to be uh, sweating to death out You'd there. You'd make a really good Olaf. Yeah. I thought his name was Zoloff for a week. Someone had to correct me that whole time. I was I was off, but uh, but we'll be dressed up. We have a frozen theme for our trunk or treat, so we're gonna have a good time. Nice. I'm gonna be the same thing I am every single year. Worn out I'm gonna, realtor. I'm gonna pretend. I'm gonna pretend I'm the tank man, Dougie Braun, over at Service Station Equipment. I'm gonna get my Service Station Equipment hoodie out, and I'm gonna be the tank man, Dougie Braun, so I can service everybody's residential tank needs. Service station equipment. Obviously, they bring us the show every single week. Listen, in my next life, after real estate, I want to. I want to take over for Doug. I want to be the next tank man. So, Martin, if you're listening, let me be the next Dougie Braun for you guys over at Service Station Equipment. I want to. I want to be the one crawling into people's basements and quoting these tanks. It's it just. It's it's what I am aspiring to be. So I am. I'm applying here on this week's real estate radio, Martin. Let me be the next service station equipment tank, man. I, I think I, I think I could do it. I think I could put on um, how do they, the next thing. saying that is if Dougie's actually going to retire. I mean, he's what, already 65, 70 years old? And he's like. Oh, he's 105. Like, he's 105. <laughs> how, how do they crawl? Do they do army crawl? Or usually when they get down there, are they on their backs doing like, I got to see this in person. Oh, it's just more of an army crawl. It can't be really efficient if you're trying to wiggle on your back. I guess so. <laughs> Doug can do it all. I mean, he he can he can find the the smallest little spaces. He may look like he's carrying an extra couple pounds, but he, he can fit anywhere. Yeah, don't be like like uh like those animals. You know, you ever see those animals? They can squeeze through a fence, be like a small hole, and they get through. It's like a it's it's not like a snake. 
Did you just refer to Doug as like one of those animals that can control I'm not saying Doug is an animal. No, you know, you see what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. Like they show 1-800-801-TANK. 1-800-801-TANK if you need any residential tanking needs. All right, speaking of tanking. <laughs> oh, that's a segue. Nice. You did it. CNBC. Home prices cooled at a record pace in August, S&P Case-Shiller says. So the S&P Case-Shiller comes out every single month, and they're always a couple months behind. So that, I mean, listen, we're about to step into November, and we're talking about August 2021 numbers. So that is concerning because I'm telling you what, the trend that we're about to talk about, September and October, it's going to be worse. So, So we're referencing August here, folks. So listen to this. This is, this is nationwide, obviously. This is the S&P Case-Shiller Index. Home prices are still higher than they were a year ago. Okay, so good news is your home, your Connecticut home, if you own a house somewhere else in the country, it's worth more now than probably it ever has been, but certainly more than it was 12 months ago. Home prices still higher than they were a year ago, but gains are shrinking at the fastest rate on record according to S&P Case Schiller, all right? So let's break this down a little bit. What do they mean by fastest rate? Prices in August were 13% higher nationally compared with August 2021. So August 2022, 13% higher nationally in comparison to August 2021. That makes sense, right, boys? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, that's down 15.6 annual gain from the previous month. Okay. So July was 15.6 higher than the previous July. Okay. So now we're at 13%. Well, it's like, okay, whatever. The 2.6 difference between July and August not that big of a deal. Of course, appreciation is cooling. We've been talking about it. Your home values aren't going to fall off a cliff like they did in 2008, but this massive double-digit appreciation that we're experiencing every single month is certainly going to start to cool, okay? And it has. July to August, a 2.6% drop in home value appreciation, okay? Well, that was the largest decline in the history of the S&P Schiller Index, which dates back to 1987. Okay, so since 1987, we've never had a month-to-month drop in home price appreciation. This is a record month. Guess what, guys? Just like I was predicting Record on top of record on top of record because it was pretty easy to predict. We're following the trends. We're not fortune tellers here on Real Estate Radio. But when we see the trends, when we see what's happening, it becomes easy to predict. It becomes easy to talk about what's going to happen over the next 30 days because we're looking at day by day, week by week, month over month here, right? When we see August to September, September to October, and it's going to take us a couple of months to see, you know, S&P's number, you know, Kay Schiller's numbers. We are going to continue to see this massive downward pressure on home appreciation. A lot of the forecasters that are saying, hey, 2023 is going to be a flat year for appreciation. They're going to be right as early as January because this downward pressure is so significant 
that we're seeing a record we haven't seen since 1987, just from July to August. What's going to happen when we go from August to December? And what's that going to mean for January? We'll tell you when we come back. Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now, stimulating talk. Get paid for your trade in. Radio 94.9 News Now, stimulating talk. Byron Lazine, Chaz Cook, Ryan Casey from the one team at William Ravis Real Estate. The one team is the number one transaction team in the entire state of Connecticut. We've sold the most homes more than any other team in the entire state. If you want to reach out and connect with us, you can go to the one team wr.com. That's the one team wr.com. Reach out, have a conversation today. As transactions are declining, ours are increasing. How are we doing it? And how can we help position you to get the job done in this shifting market? The one team wr.com. All right, boys, uh, we're, we're referencing that CNBC article. And ju- in case you're just joining us, I'll, I'll give you the bullet points again real quick. Home price is still higher than they were a year ago, but gains are shrinking at the fastest pace on record. S&P Case-Shiller just came out with this data for August this past week. Prices in August were 13% higher nationally compared with August 2021. That's down from a 15.6% annual gain the previous month. That 2.6% difference in those monthly comparisons, we're talking July to August, is the largest in the history of the index, which was launched in 1987, meaning price gains are decelerating at a record pace. And listen, these are always lagging indicators in real estate. So as we fast forward and we get to the end of the year and we're talking about September and October, when we're looking at national numbers, they're they're going to get worse. It does not mean the value of your house is falling off a cliff like 2008. It means that this massive appreciation spike has now leveled off and is now going into the other direction. It is the appreciation is happening at a slower rate. Okay. So if you had 20% gain in 2020, 20% gain in 2021, 10 or 15% gain this year, let's just, we're just using ballpark numbers, location matters, where you are, all that kind of stuff. What price point matters, matters, matters. But using these ballpark numbers, it just means that your appreciation might be 0%, meaning you might be maintaining your value. Okay, it might be 5%. It might be 2%. There are some forecasters that believe it will go into the negatives next year. We haven't seen anything close to that yet. But for the first time since 1987, we have an enormous gap, 2.6%, the largest in the history of this slowing down of appreciation. Okay, so let's let's just 
take that all into context and then relate it back to what we're seeing here in Connecticut specifically, remembering that the Northeast moves last. We saw it in, in 2008. The Northeast is behind Phoenix, behind what's happening in Texas, behind what happens on the West Coast. Okay. So what, what are you guys seeing uh, here in Connecticut in, ter- in terms of this home value appreciation? So I leave, I, a lot of times I read these articles and I'm like, man, this is not applying to Connecticut or New England because like Byron just said, it takes a little bit for to come here. What I have noticed a little bit of a trend is maybe like last year and the year before that, when I was talking to a buyer, I would say to a buyer, hey, you know what? We'll probably have to go at least 20000 over, maybe 30000 over to for me to feel good about getting this. And, they, you know, they took my advice and we would give a very competitive offer. Now I know it's a lot of the buyers when I'm having the same conversation. It doesn't doesn't hit them as hard as it used to. They're like, "Yeah, I'm not doing that." Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll you know maybe maybe we'll do a little bit at asking price, a little bit under, and that's the highest I'm willing to go. So <clears throat> now those houses did still go under contract. So when I say like we read these articles, it's not like these houses are sitting. Someone still is going at or above asking mm-hmm. price. At least that's what I've been told by the listing agent. But it's, uh, it takes a lot more convincing now for my buyers to say, hey, you have to meet. We got to match these guys. We got to get up there and go chase it. And they're like, yeah, not so much anymore. Right. You know, so I think that's maybe the signs of it. And we're going to have more and more people. By people, I mean buyers that are just not going to go up and grab these numbers. They're like, no, this doesn't make sense to me anymore. Well, there is some logic to that because from the seller's perspective, and we talked about this a little bit on the break, is we're seeing drastic uh, reductions, price improvements in seven to 10 days mm-hmm. when we're looking at average days on market, 32, 33 days. So we're p- sellers by j- taking a $599,000 house and dropping it to 525, right? They're forcing some of that depreciation down because they're not giving people the opportunity to get in there. So, so what in the first seven days, you don't have five offers. That's okay. That is a normal market, right? Maybe at the end of three weeks, say 21, 22 days, now you're starting to have a conversation with your agent, but you're not just making these knee-jerk reactions, which is actually only hurting you on the back end because you're not really giving all of the qualified buyers an opportunity to get out there and see those houses. Right. So and I, so for Connecticut, just to relate it back to where we are on this particular metric that the S&P Case-Shiller is referencing uh, with their home price index for August. So August... July to August, there was a 2.6% difference in those monthly comparisons in terms of annual gain, uh, annual appreciation, okay? Um, Connecticut beat that by 50%. So so Connecticut was at 1.3% of a difference. Connecticut had a $404,500 median sale price in July, and a $399,000 median sale price in August. So we had a 1.3%. Um, and that's just in median price. That's actually a little bit different than the number they're running. We've actually beat it. I'll get you guys this number uh, in terms of uh, terms of gain. Our gain was was a little less in terms of Home value appreciation, 7.8% than the national number. And I'll give you the exact number. It's actually going to be better than 50%. So Connecticut's pressure on prices 
right now, as we sit here today, is far better than the national number. But we know historically, Connecticut Northeast tends to be three to six months behind on on all these metrics. That's historically what we've seen. It's certainly what we saw back in 2008. Yeah, and I think, you know, what Chaz was mentioning, too, you know, a lot of these people are dropping, and I'll be honest with you, I've seen a little bit, not too much, but if they're dropping prices, I think a lot of it's out of fear right now because they see what's happening in the mm-hmm. market. They're seeing these articles. People know it takes a little bit more time. So you're kind of in this spot right now where I don't want to say it's your last gasp to get, you know, the most amount of money, but you're kind of looking at it that, hey, you know, you look at Seattle, San Francisco, San Diego, all these percentages that are falling, you know, it's going to start to trickle here. So a lot of people might be saying, you know, we got to get this thing under contract, you know, and who knows by, you know, another three or four months what the rates will be at that point either. You know, they still, they're still over, depending on credit score, but they've been mostly over seven this whole entire week um, thus far. If you are a seller, I mean, if you're going to get the price you want, it comes down to supply and demand, depending on your location and depending on your price point. Okay. Well, in September of 2021, there was 3,400 homes that went pending that month, that went under contract. A buyer and a seller agreed to a price that month. September 2021, 3,400. September this past month, we saw 2,750. So we're looking at a 19.7% drop in the amount of homes that went under contract. Okay, so su- let's, let's get back to supply and demand. It would certainly appear on the face that we have less demand, which is why people, when they put their house up, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm not getting you know, 20 showings like I would have in 2021. I'm gonna go ahead and do this significant drop. I'm nervous, I gotta sell the house, I, I need to sell it now, right? Well, here's the deal. Home values, before we get before we go back to price and demand, home values in September 2022 were $376,000 compared to September 2021, $348,000. So if you price it right and you're not completely – some of these people that are dropping the home $75,000 in a week, they didn't price the home right to begin with. They made a massive marketing mistake to the market by completely going out of the you know the arena of what their house was worth to begin they they sent com, you know mixed signals to the market and that's why you know they're they're not seeing the the amount of traffic they that they want okay so uh new listings in September 3200 this past September last September was 4000 okay so we saw a 20% drop in pending sales in September. But we've also seen an over 20% drop in new listings. There's less to choose from. So yes, are interest rates creating incredible pressure on how many people can buy? Absolutely. Are we still in a seller's market in terms of inventory to relation to how much buyers we have? Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Months of supply were at 2.3. It takes six months of supply for it to switch to a buyer's market. So if you're thinking about selling, if you really have a need to sell, and you want to capitalize on what is right now the back end of sitting at a record peak, 
you can still get that record price. The, the, the fear in the market, you, you shouldn't have doubt about your ability to get, fear is natural, but you shouldn't have doubt about your ability to get a record price in this market. If you're, if, I mean, skills matter, right? Working with the team that can get the job done at the highest level possible matters. This isn't 2021 where there's just this overabundance of crazy buyers. There's a more savvy buyer. There's people making better decisions in this market. COVID buyer is over. You miss that, right? And so strategy matters. Who you're working with, Matt, for sure, all those things matter right now. But you can still get a record price. You're still in control as a seller. And to Chaz's point, yeah, you probably should should have a strategy that doesn't say drop the price in a week. If you're dropping the price in a week, you're creating more uncertainty. I have a hard time believing that was your strategy. It means you don't know what you were doing going into the process. Either that's the agent or the seller. Somebody doesn't know what the heck they're doing. It's a complete red flag. And buyers can sense that. Buyers are smart. Like, what the heck's going on there? Mm -hmm. Right? And you know what they think? Well, I can get it another 75,000 cheaper. These people are desperate. Mm -hmm. That's the signal Mm -hmm. you're sending out there into the market. All right, more of this when we come back. This is Real Estate Radio, the greatest show on the station, besides maybe Lee Elsie. We'll be right back with more 94.9 News Now stimulating talk. News Now, Stimulating Talk. Byron Lazine, Chaz Cook, Ryan Casey of the one team at William Ravis Real Estate, number one transaction team in the state of Connecticut. You can reach out to us at theoneteamwr.com if you want to have a real estate conversation. SMP Case Schiller reported that there was a 2.6 difference month over month from July to August in uh, home value appreciation in those monthly comparisons. It was the largest decrease 2.6 decrease in the history of the index which launched in 1987 meaning price gains are decelerating across the country at a record pace your home values in connecticut beat that number by over 50 percent connecticut staying stronger longer if you want to find out what that means for you and your ability to get a record deal on your property go to the one team wr.com or you can email Chaz or Ryan, Chaz at oneandcompany.com or Casey, C-A-S-E-Y at oneandcompany.com. All it's right, boys, a, what, do we, what do we got for the one team rewind? Yeah, we, it's been a week. We, yeah, we continue to defy the odds here on the one team because we brought nine new homes to the market. We had two price improvements. We had 15 under contract and we had 10 
closings. Not, Kicking, a huh? Not a bad week. Not a bad week at all. Uh, kick. I will. I will give a nice little humble brag for our team. While we said the the overall market, so the the average agent in Connecticut's business is down twenty percent month over month. We are actually up um, in the month of October, slightly up from last October. And so that's uh, it's credit to the hard work, commitment, yeah. accountability, and hunger of this team. All right, go ahead, Jeff. It speaks to you know being patient and having the tough conversations and making things work. And like you're going to see a couple agents on here making things work in a big way with our first two listings. 63 Velgoose Road in Montville, Connecticut. It actually has a house on it, but it was originally going to be listed as land. It is 240 acres. It has a house. The house needs some rehab on it, just over a 1,000 square feet, so you can get in there and hook that up, make it your own. That was brought to the market by Lee Abar, and it yeah, hit that, for $1.9 million. Yeah, that, that property, there's a lot you can do with it. And so, and so if you're thinking of some type of unique development opportunities, even commercial, you might be... You know, Connecticut just passed that marijuana thing. Maybe somebody's looking for a little grow space. That could be, that would be perfect. Be something there for that. Say that Lee's going to get his rake. He's going to get his rake. He's going to buy it for himself. Lee Barr's going to buy that property for himself. Wait, it doesn't mean going and dropping a couple seeds in the dirt. You're not, you're That's not going right. to build a factory. So if you are interested in, you know, 240 acres of whatever you want to do with it, land, you can reach out to Lee at one and company. A lot of possibilities. Great, great. Uh, opportunity there in Uncasville. Uh, next up, we've got 76-80 Pent Road in Branford, Connecticut. This property is gorgeous. Did you check it out yet? I have not. Just over 5,700 square feet, four bedrooms, three and a half baths, hit the market for $1.45 million. It was brought to the market by Tina Wozni. So big shout out to Tina. Good job, Tina. Beautiful house built in 2004. You've got 2.63 acres. It's really, it's like a little compound, you know, a lot of serenity. You're close to everything in downtown Brantford. Do not miss your opportunity to go and check out this property. Reach out to Tina at oneandcompany.com. Can I make a quick prediction? Absolutely. That will be under contract, well, I'll say in three days. Three days? Three days. By I, next radio show, it'll be, under, it'll be gone. So you got to go check it out. Got to go check it out. I would, a, uh, I would agree with property. that. Oh, it's gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous. Next up, we have Six Laurel Circle Drive in Norwich, Connecticut. This is a great investor special. Hit the market for $219,000. Three bedrooms, one bath, just under 1,400 square feet. Beautiful little Cape-style house. Also brought to the market by Lee A. Bar. So if you are looking in the Norwich area for a house for yourself or for a great investment property set on a park-like yard with flush perennial flower beds, you can reach out to Lee at oneandcompany.com. I would also predict that that does not last the weekend. Next, oh, uh, Lee, Lee won't last or that property. <laughs> no, <laughs> the property, the property. Lee's selling the slide. He's gonna get off that side. Of this I know, right? I'm He's not even showing window. that property this weekend. I forgot. He's out there on the bounce I can, house. I can so the slide, see yeah. Right now, we got the bounce house. If you're looking for something to do today, from one to four, three fifty Goose Lane at our uh, Guilford office headquarters, we've got a trunk or a treat. Bring the kids. Bring the family. Uh, even if you got, you know, you got uh, the older kid like a Lee Bar, bring him too. <laughs> Fun for the whole family. Just bring a leash. <laughs> 
Next up, we've got 11 Greenview Road in Middlefield, Connecticut. This hit the market for $819,000. It was brought to you by Emily White. It's four beds, three and a half baths, just under 3,200 square feet, built in 1998, so still new in terms of house years. It's got just under one and a half acres. It's a Deerfield-style reproduction colonial that has been meticulously maintained. So another beautiful home. And all of the houses that the one team is bringing to the market this week are just gorgeous. So you can reach out to Emily at oneincompany.com if you are looking to live in the Middlefield area. Next up, another Emily White listing, 101 Winding Road in Madison, Connecticut, hit the market for $459,000, four bedrooms, two baths, 1,850 square feet. This one has a big, beautiful deck on the back overlooking a backyard. You've got a playscape. It is a captivating raised ranch that is set back from a road on a quiet cul-de-sac. So if you're looking in the Madison area and you want to, are in that four hundred and fifty to $500,000 price range, reach out to Emily at oneandcompany.com. Next up, we've got 22 Shipping Street in Norwich, Connecticut. Hit the market for $219,900. This multifamily was brought to you by Tino Wozni. Six beds, three baths, just under 1,900 square feet. And it's a three-family. Now, I thought it was only a two-family, so my bad on that one, with large bedrooms and an open floor plan. So if you're looking for an investment property or maybe something to bring some rental income to offset that high mortgage payment, you can reach out to Tina at oneincompany.com. Last new listing of the week, 49 Pyres Drive in Oakdale, Connecticut, brought to the market by Mary Pula for $469,900. Four bedrooms, two and a half baths, just under 2,500 square feet and just under one and a half acres. It's only had one owner. So for a house built in 2006, 16 years, right? Did my math right there. Um, So it's been beautifully maintained. It's professionally landscaped with a custom fire pit, paver walkways, and an expansive rear awning awning covered deck. You can reach out to mary.pula at ravis.com if you are looking in the Montville area. Fantastic job, Chaz. That was amazing. Oh, just in, just incredible, Chaz. The way you. This is amazing. <laughs> I felt like I was on the prices right. I was about to come bid, on down. I was about to bid one dollar, and now we're going to go under contracts and close. We're going to name the towns where we got houses under contract. Who represent the sellers or the buyers and close. So let's begin under contract. These were the towns in Norwich, Montville, Bristol, New Haven, Bridgeport. Byron knows what's going on. Norwalk, New London, yeah. North Brantford, the hometown. Brantford, Waterbury, Haddam, Somers? Somers? Somers. Somers. Yeah, it should be another round then. New Haven, Meriden, Norwich, and close. Congratulations to our buyers, sellers, and investors. We close in Hamden, Torrington, Hamden, Middlefield, Chester, Wallingford, Hamden, West Haven, Norwalk, Waterford. That was it. That was going to do it. All right. Open houses. We've got a plethora of open houses going on today. Some of them you still have the opportunity to get to, starting off with 578 Durham Road in Guilford, Connecticut. That is going on from, well, started at 10, and it will end right when the show ends at 12 p.m. today. That is 578 Durham Road in Guilford, Connecticut. 94 Stonehouse Road, number 34 in Coventry, going on from 11 to 1. So just after the show wraps, you can shoot over to Coventry. You are looking in that area. 11 Greenview Road in Middlefield, that beautiful new listing we were talking about going on from 11 to 1 today, so still some time to get over there. 49 Pyres Drive in Oakdale from 12 to 2 p.m. today. 101 Winding Road, Madison, Connecticut from 12 to 2 today. And 578 Durham Road, Guilford, Connecticut from 12 to 2 today. Oh, that one was on there twice. But anyways, if you do go check out Durham Road, then you can swing by the Trunk or Treat and catch Lee on that slide. 
Going on tomorrow, Sunday, October 30th, we've got 60 Cowpen Hill Road in Killingworth, Connecticut from 11 to 1. Another opportunity for 11 Greenview Road in Middlefield, Connecticut from 12 to 2 tomorrow, Sunday, October 30th. And 578 Durham Road in Guilford from 12 to 2 will be our final open house of the weekend. Yeah, get out to those open houses. Great, great opportunity to... Uh, educate yourself on the market and what's happening. Also a great opportunity today from one to four, come on down to our one team headquarters in Guilford, 350 Goose Lane in Guilford. We've got the trunk of tree, bring the kids, bring the family, bring the friends. We're going to have it all set up. There's a bounce house slide. I mean, we got it all going on here at 350 Goose Lane, one to four, one team headquarters in Guilford, 350 Goose Lane. We'll see you there. We got one more segment. We're wrapping this up with, what the numbers and all the scare tactic headlines mean for you in your real estate market here in Connecticut. Listen to Real Estate Radio, 94.9 News Now, stimulating talk. Service station equipment wants to say tanks. Real Estate Radio, 94.9 News Now, simulating talk. Byron Lazine and Ryan Casey from the one team at William Ravis Real Estate. Chaz ran out to go congratulate a buyer on an accepted offer, making a big-time phone call. Those are exciting phone calls when you get to make those. He said that, but I'm looking out the window. He just he's running outside to get some more butterfingers from the trunk or tree over here. He's, he's like, oh, I got a deal to, and then I just watch the man run to the trunk and just steal a bunch of candy. He can't, he can't trust him. Grabbing butterfingers. Is butterfingers the most disgusting candy bar on Halloween? I mean, every time I got a butterfinger, I'm like, come on, you guys couldn't think of something better than that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of Butterfinger. I forgot who I was with, and they were like, this is Butterfingers are the way to go. And I was like, I don't think we can be friends well, anymore. Ryan, let's you and I right now. Yeah. Let's do a draft. Let's do the okay. can the Halloween candy bar draft before we get back into these real estate headlines. Okay. So All right. uh who gets first pick? Why don't uh I don't know. We're gonna do we're gonna do five rounds. Five rounds. Okay, so Chance so we're each gonna that. get to pick, you yeah. know, round one, round two, just just like a Okay. Just like a football draft. Just like a draft. Okay, like a draft. so candy bar. Halloween candy bar draft. You go first because this was your idea. Uh, you know, you you go. You I pick get first. I get the first pick. Yeah. All right. Yep. So my my round one pick. Here it is: the first ever real estate radio Halloween candy bar draft. I'm making the first pick ever. It's gonna be Swedish fish or something. My first pick is the classic Snickers. Okay. Okay. That was so first first round pick Snicker. I'm going Snickers. Uh, right. What what do you what do you got, Ryan? So my first your pick first is round a, pick is it? My first pick was already off the board. Pick. This is a big time pick. It is, and my pick is already off the board because I was going to go with Snickers. So I'm I'm going to play it safe because I don't want to lose another one. I wasn't going to pick this one right off the bat, but I'm going to go with Reese's Cup. Yeah, I mean, that's a big time pick. Reese's Cup. Now I wasn't originally going to go with that. 
but I felt like that was you were going to take that one next. So see, I'm not thinking about what's my favorite candy. I'm thinking about which one you're going to take from. Yeah, who who's got the best skills? Which candy bar runs the 40 yard dash the fastest? You know, that's yeah. what that's what it's all about. Bobby's shaking his head in the our producer shaking his head in the back. Bobby, what's the because problem? Because you're both with, with sneakers and Reese's? on the real. There's no problem with them, but you're sleeping on the real number one oh. pick, which is Twix. Okay. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. We'll get there, Twix isn't Bobby. even a. Twix isn't even a second rounder. And, and it, listen, we're saying candy bar, but are we going with all classic candies? Like, you know, it is Starburst and Skittles in the mix here. No, it's not a candy well, bar. It's just candy. It has to be a candy bar. Okay. Okay, that's fine. I think, I think it, has, it to be- has to have chocolate because, like, every candy bar has some kind of chocolate. Okay. In, I feel like. All right, so we've got our rules. It has to have chocolate. And- so no M&M's, you're saying. Nah. Yeah, does M&M's qualify? No. Okay. It's not All a right. bar shape. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're going with just candy bars. I'm not putting Twix in there as as my number two. Okay. I'm going to go with the Three Musketeers. Oh, there's, I, there's I got to the have the Three Musketeers. Oh, yeah. Three Here's Musketeers the over, over the – that's my number two pick. All right, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Kit Kat. So far. You're going Kit Kat. All right, that was a good that's, one. That's I've got Snickers and Three Musketeers. You've got Reese's and, and Kit Kat. We're into the third round here. Um, you know, Bobby's he's really rooting for Twix. I'm I'm going to pass on Twix, and I'm going to go with the old classic, the Hershey bar. You can't beat the the classic Hershey bar. It's a staple. It's a standard. With or without on a marshmallow. Almonds. You can eat it alone. Just the classic, just the Milky Way. <laughs> I mean, the milk uh, chocolate, rather. Hershey's. What, what do you got, Ryan? Um, I'm going to go with um, a payday. Wow, that, that's a that's a psychotic pick in the third I'm going to go with I mean, a payday. You, you went from the up. three musketeers to a plain Hershey's. I mean, you can't get any more bland than that. You oh, could have gotten to say I'm going to start being the rapper. Said. There's you could have gotten payday in the, in the fifth round. I mean, you know, you really – you ever see – like sometimes you see the Patriots, they really reach on somebody in one of these high rounds. That was a reach. That was, I think it was overall a solid pick. You know what was a reach was Cole Komet – from the uh yeah. title for the bears but we won't get into that <laughs> okay all right so we're now into the fourth round twix is still hanging around i'm passing on twix and i'm going milky way uh, i'll take the milky way over the over twix any day that's like a three musketeers it's like a yeah i like i like those that see where my taste buds are kind of in this is bland in that range all right i'm going well what are we is there one more round after this you have two more picks. I have one. Two. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Let's go with um, Payday. Um, I like the the Crackle. No, the Crunch. The Crunch ones. Solid pick. Crunch. You know which ones I'm talking about? I think they're just called Crunch. I think it's called Crunch, right? Crunch the wrapper, chocolate, right? Yep. Yeah, the, it's called a Crunch Bar. That's a, that's a great pick in the fourth round. I mean, you, you really actually redeemed yourself from... From payday, I, I thought you would go like something crazy, like almond joy. But no, 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 no I wouldn't go there. <laughs> okay, almond all right. My fifth likes, pick. Who likes almond joys? I think, Chaz, you're going to get to vote on who drafted the best candy bar team. Uh, my fifth pick is going to be my favorite candy bar growing up. It's the hundred grand. Oh, the hundred grand bar. Yeah, Oldie but a goodie. 
I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to Are go you going to take twi- Bobby's pick there? Or? I'm going to take the Twix. Yeah, yeah go the I Twix. do like Twix. I like Twix a lot. That would have been my number one pick if I was in this draft. <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> so, Chaz, here are the two teams. We had five rounds. We had the candy Halloween candy bar draft. Don't I tell went. Who's who? Okay, Maybe I'm not going to tell you which one is which. I'm just going to read the two teams. Okay, so yeah. number one pick on one of the teams was Snickers. The number two pick on that team was Three Musketeers. Third round pick was Hershey's Bar, just the classic Hershey's Bar. Number four pick was Milky Way. Number five pick was Hundred Grand. Well, I guess he's going to know that that's <laughs> my team. I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to play dumb. I was going to play. Dumb. All right, Ryan's team was number one Reese's. Number two Kit Kat. Number three Payday. And third round Payday, kind of a payday. reach. Yeah. Number four Crunch. And number five, Twix. Which uh, wait? Are you going like better? straight up like Nestle Crunch here? Yeah, just like the crunch. Yeah. just okay. Just the yeah. Crunch bar. Well, right there. The first team I, absolutely crushed it, but I am really disappointed in you guys because nobody said Butterfinger. You, I was that, waiting for someone to pick it. So, I was like, third round, you take a payday instead of a Butterfinger. I don't like, that cost you the even, draft right there. How we even got on this topic is, <laughs> I said, hey, Chaz had to run out. He had a phone call, a great phone call to make, telling. One of his buyers, they got the house. It's a, it's a very exciting call. Okay. And uh, and Ryan said, I'm looking out the window. I think he's running running out to get a couple of Butterfingers. And I said, <laughs> and I said Butterfingers, the, the most disgusting candy bar of all time. You said, oh, oh, nothing, psychos yeah. eat candy bar. There's nothing worse than when I was a kid and somebody had Butterfingers to give out. Yeah. I grew yeah, up it, it was stuck in your tooth. Yeah. Like it gets stuck there. You got like that hard. I mean, you almost had stuff. me with the Twix, but the, the payday in the third round just that, that blew the whole draft. So you're gonna take a Hershey's. So if I had a straight up Hershey bar, how can you go wrong Hershey's with Hershey's bar? Is versatile. You can make yeah. a s'more. You can eat it on. Well, its we're own. not doing that. We're just ta- we're just eating bars. No, wait, here. The sure, I can I, take a Reese's cup and make it a cookie if I wanted to. But I'm. And then you went for Three Musketeers. Hey, Reese's yeah. was a great. Uh, number one pick. It, it, it's right there with Snickers. You can you, you, you can compete at a high level between the two. Mm-hmm. But Payday doesn't compete with Hershey's. I'm sorry. In the third round, Hershey's no, and Payday. That's is a, a huge gap. Pick. Yeah, no. So, and then what was our second one? What was the second round you went with what? I went three Musketeers. You went Kit Kat. Maybe you have uh, the edge uh, Kit Kat wins. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, would, I, might, I would take the Kit Kat over the three Musketeers, but the Milky Way, right. too. I reached on the three Musketeers, but I like the three Musketeer. Yeah. Well, I like Payday's. Did anyone pick Milky Milky Way? That's why you lost the draft. He picked Milky Way, right? No, Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, he had Milky Way. That that. Oh yeah, Milky Way. A Snickers Milky Way. It's actually a steal in the fourth. And a regular Hershey bar. (laughs) Snickers Milky Way. Regular Hershey bar. Right there. That wins your draft. Top five. No. Pat is going to be so disappointed that he missed this. Oh yeah. Like he would. He would have been like all over this. Finally, stop talking about. He would have been. You guys capitulate that. Pat loves when we do these. Well, maybe, maybe, well, Halloween will be over. You know what we should do? We could do? do a Thanksgiving one. Maybe a Thanksgiving sides. draft. Yeah, the Thanksgiving yeah. draft. Yep. All do in. the sides draft. Yeah. Okay, best Thanksgiving sides. Oh, all in. Let's do it. Are we counting martinis as a side? Yeah. Is that how you do it out on Long I mean, Island? If, exactly. <laughs> if you're in the, if you're going to a Martin McKinney Thanksgiving, then then you definitely sir. Uh, Thanksgiving dinner sponsored by Service Station Equipment. Then Irish whiskey would be a side, no doubt about it. Yeah, I thought he was a Chardonnay guy. Yeah, Martin's a big Chardonnay guy. Actually, 
I got to send Martin a bottle of Chardonnay. Reminds me. I should be sending him a nice bottle of Ramsgate for Thanksgiving. There Nothing you go. better than that. Keep those sponsor dollars coming in. Are you going to put our names down, too, for something, Byron? Uh, <laughs> so you write down the note. <laughs> Chardonnay. Chaz, gonna... Ryan, get anything? Some whistle pig? He's going to send talk. you a care package yeah. of Almond Joys and Mountains, Ryan. Yeah, I'll send you some paydays, Ryan, since you're the only person on the planet Earth that <laughs> likes paydays. It's the only paydays I'm going to be getting if the market keeps turning this way. We'll be all right. Oh, fine? man. Yeah, so when Pat comes back, we're going to do the thing. we gotta, we got to figure that out. By the way, if you want to get on the Real Estate Radio Newsletter, send me an email and just write Radio Newsletter in the subject. Send me an email at Byron. Byron, B-Y-R-O-N, at oneandcompany.com. O-N-E-A-N-D, company, spelt out, dot com. If you want on this newsletter, real estate radio newsletter, just send an email to byron at oneandcompany.com, and we'll keep you posted on when we're going to do this Thanksgiving sides draft. All right, guys, final thoughts. What do you guys got here before we sign off? Um, yeah, so I noticed my final thoughts, basically my boots on the ground. What I'm seeing is there was a little bit of uncertainty. Some weekends are busy. Some weekends aren't. I would just, you know, I wouldn't, I put a quote on my Instagram. I'm not sure if anyone liked it. I don't think anyone on, on the radio show liked it. Oh, I liked it. Yeah, that was a good one. Nice yeah. Final thought isn't a three minute thought. I put yeah. that. I noticed that the people who try to get a steal of a deal never do, but the people who capitalize on the moment get the deal. And I was like, oh, these people are trying to come in low, this and that. But you got to understand something. If you, like, remember, like, last year, Chaz and I were, like, we were talking to these people, and they're like, these houses are just way over asking price. Well, look where they are now. I'm going to piggyback right. on that with my final thought. I'm going to keep it simple. Be patient. We are going into a normalized market. It takes time to find the right deal. It takes time for a house to sell. Be patient. If you are not, you're only hurting your chances. All right, Chaz, let's take Patience the wins. Show. All right. Be as patient as Martin and the boys. Thank you, Service Station Equipment, your residential tank specialist. If you'd like to get into real estate, go to realestateagentscholarship.com. We'll pay for your license. Thank you to everybody at 94.9. Thank you, Bobby. And we'll see you guys here next week. Real Estate Radio, 94.9 News Now, stimulating talk. Salon Buick GMC Studio.